Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 192. And uh, how's everybody doing? <laughs> I think the answer to that question will be very different depending on what country you're in. And uh, if you're in this one, what part of the country you're in. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pandemic time. Woo! It's, um, yeah, so, <laughs> woo! I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, from here, uh, things are a little funny because, um, you know, we're two artists who live here who've lost most of our gigs. Um, so, weirdly, this podcast is sort of structured to be recorded while uh, Scott is teaching uh, at his job. Um, but he has to teach at home on the on the computer now it's because every university class is now online, despite there being absolutely no training or ability or tech for such a thing. It is. Wow. Um, so anyway, that means it's just uh, it's just going to be a little bit tricky in terms of recording podcasts from here. Um, I'm currently recording while he's teaching, so that that's um, if you hear some extra education, that's why. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is having time to like practice songs. So there may be a slowdown in the song department on the podcast, um, but I will keep the blogs coming, come hell or high water. So, yeah, so today I, I have a blog that has been in the works for a while. It's maybe, oh, it is exactly a month old. I'm a month behind myself all across the board. Um, and it has nothing to do with this pandemic. Um, I do have a pandemic post that I just put up last night, um, but it, I have no idea what song is going to go with it, and uh, I'm not quite ready for it yet. This one uh, is ready to go. And, uh, yeah, so we're just going to go in order and, you know, pretend things are normal, which they are not. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing all right. Um, just before I dive into this one, I will mention that in the space of all this, trying to figure out uh, a lot of different things, um, I decided to do go ahead and make the the dragoning podcast which i think i've mentioned in previous podcasts um i was going to try and like pitch it to fancy you know podcast producers etc but it occurred to me that while everyone is i mean no one here is technically quarantined i mean i'm sure there are people who are technically quarantined but the bulk of new york city is just doing uh, social distancing so we are all in our houses, I hope, except for when we, you know, go out for a walk or go to the grocery store or whatever. Um, so while we're there, I have actually probably great access to theater folk who have nothing to do. Um, well, not nothing, I'm sure, but who would, I'm sure, like to have a creative project. And um, it's also possible that this is just a good time to, like, make something, you know, what do I mean? It's possible. It is, it is in fact a good time to make something or I certainly will go a little bit crazy. So, uh, 
Yeah. So it might not be quite as pro as I was hoping for. That is like, I don't think we're not going to get into a studio. We're not going to be able to do the like recording that I want to do. But if everybody does it independently from their apartment and then I can smush it together to make the podcast itself and put it out and that will be that. So um, that's coming. If you would like to go ahead and start to participate, I have a thing going, um, which is that uh, you, I'm trying to get as many voices as I can saying the name of the show, uh, which is The Dragoning. So um, right now I have like 12, I think, voices saying it. I'm not sure quite what I'm going to do with it, you know, in the end, but um, I'm collecting them for, for now. So if you would like to contribute... Um, probably the easiest, what's the link? Um, I'll put it in the show notes. It's speakpipe.com slash the dragoning. Uh, and you just press start recording. You say the dragoning, you stop it, and then you push send and it comes to me. So if you want to, please feel free. Um, and that link will be in the show notes. So anyway, I don't usually talk so long before the blog, but you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And uh, I'm sending everyone air hugs because, woo! Yeah. So this uh, blog that I'm about to read to you is called What I'm Built For. The experience of being back on stage after many years away has not been quite what I expected. I'm not getting the major highs or the, do they like me, lows. The major feeling is a sense of being built for it. In performing again, I feel a sense of relief at doing what I'm built for. It's a strange feeling, actually, because I have largely set acting aside to focus on other lanes of theater, as well as other arts, And to suddenly realize how much I am still made for performing is disruptive. It's like I've realized that I'm one of those Lego kits that are designed to make one thing. I'm a set that makes, say, a helicopter. And when I'm in helicopter form, it all makes sense. I know what those blade pieces are for and where all the window panels go. It all goes together. Like just your regular Legos, you can put the Legos in a set together in unexpected ways, but really, they're created to do one thing. The Legos in a helicopter set are built to make a helicopter. It occurs to me that when I'm doing other things, things like writing or directing or podcasting or whatever, I'm still a helicopter set. I've just rearranged the Legos into some other form. The blades aren't helicopter blades, they're swords or skis or something. I'm just a deconstructed helicopter. I'm an abstract helicopter. I'm a director, sure, but I'm a director made out of performer Legos. There's something unsettling about realizing how built for performing I am, how much of a helicopter. It makes me wonder if I ought to return to it. Should I get headshots taken? Start combing backstage again? And yet, as built for performing as I am, as much of a helicopter as I am, I am not built for the business of performing. It's like 
I'm built to be on stage and in a rehearsal room, but not built for any of the mechanisms that get actors there. I'm a helicopter for flying through the air of performance and rehearsal, but auditioning and marketing all take place underwater. And I am not a submarine Lego set. My helicopter set doesn't rebuild for submarine shapes. Those blades that serve me as a helicopter cause big trouble on the submarine. I learned I wasn't a submarine a long time ago, but I'd forgotten how natural it is to be the helicopter I was built to be. It is easier to be a helicopter in helicopter form than to be the creatively put-together expressionist helicopter in some other form. I think this is probably true for many artists, that there are things we are built for, and even if we do other things, we are still made for the art. Most actors are built to be actors, and even if they quit because they're not submarines or whatever, they're still actors. Just an actor Lego set in a lawyer form. What I'm pointing at here is something much more fundamental than enjoyment. I feel like outside of the arts, people think we do these things because they are fun and we enjoy them. Sometimes that's the case, sure. Just the way a pilot sometimes finds it fun to fly a plane. But doing something you're built for is not as simple as doing something you enjoy. It's feeling like all your pieces align into the thing you were made for. Sometimes it's not even fun. But when you're a helicopter Lego set, that blade is to get you off the ground. Each piece is there for a purpose, and that is to fly. So the show I was performing in is closed, so I am no longer feeling particularly helicoptery. But uh, uh, it's good to remember that, that I am a helicopter, I think. Yeah, I'm on to other things. This feels like a long time ago already, but that's mostly because so much is going on. Uh, I think that it's just time feels funnier, both longer and shorter. I don't know. Um, so the song I'm putting here today is, um, it's, it's actually, um, it's something we made up backstage um, while waiting to go on. Uh, I was chatting with the other actor in the show I was in and the stage manager, and uh, we were talking about the stage manager's dentist. And I made up a little theme song for her dentist, like as if it were a a TV show, like a 70s TV show. Um, And we laughed our faces off for the rest of the night and into the next day. Um, And... It's one of those things that, so we, we had a kind of after show drinks with some people who uh, were not with us backstage. And uh, it, it's funny because you can just tell that it's an inside joke. And, and I feel like one of the real like beautiful things about theater is the way it is just an inside joke machine. It, being backstage putting on a show is just like a factory for inside jokes and and they are always hilarious to the people that are kind of part of that insideness 
and rarely comprehensible to those outside. So what I'm going to share with you here is basically an inside joke that developed out of performing. Um, and that inside joke is like expanding as time goes by. So I want to go ahead and get this to you because there's going to be more of it. <laughs> so you can start to feel like you're on the inside by the time the, the more um, evolved version of this song comes around. Um, I'm, I wanna, I'm, pre I'm preparing the groundwork here to bring you inside this inside joke. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm going to play that for you in a minute. Meanwhile, thank you for listening to the podcast. I do feel like I have a community that I am talking to in the midst of this like, oh, I can't go out and see other humans, but I can talk to you through my microphone. So thank you for listening. Um, if you would like to support the podcast, there are a few ways to do it. Uh, you can like and subscribe, uh, review nice things, please. Uh, and I think you can like give stars. I think five is the suggested number. Um, other ways are to support the podcast with money. There's patreon.com uh, slash Emily R. Davis. You can become a patron. And there's also Kofi and PayPal. So if any of those things strike your fancy, that's awesome. Um, and as always, I am grateful for you listeners. Um, all of those links are in the show notes, uh, along with the link to the dragoning recording. So go there if you want to add your voice to the, the podcast. Um, yeah. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to give you Judy Schmuder. Uh, and I will say, so this is Judy Schmuder on ukulele. Uh, the song was invented a cappella, but, but. Uh, the other actor felt that she wanted to hear it with ukulele. So, so you know, I happen to play the ukulele now. So, so I just did that. But I played it for Scott, who has now created an entire, like, orchestral 70s uh, Judy Schmuder extravaganza, which I'm not playing for you now because I, I don't have my hands on it. But I have heard it and sung along with it, and it is something. But you're, you'll have to wait. I'm sorry. I will get it to you in subsequent episodes once once it has evolved. But here is the beginning of the inside joke. It is uh, Judy Schmuder. Judy Schmuder. Judy Schmuder. Judy Schmuder. Dentist. 